supposed to feel like um, being taught to. This is a, this is an opportunity, a time for us to be together and and kind of to soak in a lot of the things that the Lord has been speaking to us. And uh, there is going to be some sharing, but there are also going to be some other things. And um, you know, it's it's just so easy here. Because the uh, the word of the Lord in this place is very rich. I mean, we, we have a lot of really good sharing. And, you know, it's easy for us to just kind of press forward and just kind of collect knowledge, you know, and just kind of roll on through and just leave our hearts behind. And, um, you know, I, I really believe that the Lord is calling us to just stop. Stop gathering information and and good teachings and doctrines and and all of those things are good um, and you know I've been blessed greatly over the years by just all the things that the Lord has shown me but um, you know it's time to stop and to soak in those things and just allow the allow the life of the Lord to just really get them down into us on a heart level. And, um, you know, and just, you know, he's calling us to lift up our eyes, to look into his face, and just like, you know, has been shared, to just look in his eyes like the Shulamite. You know, and just, that's what this, that's what this is about. This is not, you know, like I said, there's going to be sharing each, each week, we're going, to, we're going to have sharing, but a lot of the sharing that we're going to have is not going to be so much new as many of the things that the Lord has shared with us just over this year and even years past. Because, you know, one of the things that Kelly and I were talking about is that the Lord, you know, the Lord hasn't, stopped, hasn't changed what he's been saying to us, really. He's been saying it in different ways. But he's, he's really wanting us, you know, and we've heard it over and over and over again over, this, over the last year that he wants our hearts. You know, he doesn't want our minds. He wants our hearts. And um, if he has our hearts, he'll get our minds. And, um, you know, I was just thinking about a verse in the Song of Solomon. I'm going to have Kelly... Um, share a song here in just a minute but there's a verse in Song of Solomon that says thou hast, ra- ha- hast ravished my heart my sister my spouse thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes with one chain of thy neck and you know one of the things that the Lord put on my heart after the New Year's Eve service and, I've, and I shared this a little bit um, Sunday morning but <clears throat> You know, it's so easy for us to, to turn our eyes back onto ourselves and to see our shortcomings and our failures because we have many. We do. I mean, all of us do. And, um, and when we do that, of course, we fall short in our own eyes, don't we? You know, we, we, we see and we're like, oh, my God, I'm, I w- God said I wasn't going to be left behind, but here I am. I'm left behind. 
But, you know, he keeps sharing with us that, you know, that he's the one that carries us in, right? And what I was seeing in this is, you know, we're all in different places with the Lord. But one thing is true, I really believe, across this body is that people more than ever before are turning their eyes to the Lord as much as they know how. And um, as I read this verse, the Lord just brought this picture in my heart of just a glance by the Shulamite. Just a glance in the direction of, the, of, of Solomon. Just even for a few seconds. It says, Thou hast ravished my heart with one of thine eyes. So she hasn't even fully turned her face all the way to him yet. She's just starting. And he's already ravished. Mm-hmm. He's already so affected by that. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the same spirit is there in, in the story of Peter walking on the water. Because he only set his eyes on Jesus for a few seconds. And took those few steps and then he started to sink. But I really believe that that same spirit is there that Jesus is like, Man, you have ravished my heart. Just in those few seconds of eye contact. You don't know what that does to the heart of the Lord because because that's a start. That's a start, you know. And you know, some may be in a place where they can where they can do that for a longer period of time, where they can turn and look at Him for longer. But the the point is that wherever we are, we're we're, we're beginning to turn our eyes, and that's affecting the heart of the Lord. And the mm-hmm. Lord the Lord is drawing us, and He is. He's pleased with that, and I'm, I'm, uh, on that note, I think I'm just going to let Kelly go ahead and, and share a song. Okay. Just while I'm getting the guitar, you know, the Lord really, as Scott was sharing these things, I just so heard the heart of the Lord and the Spirit and vision for our body. And, you know, I was reminded that Scott is an elder here. I mean, God-ordained elder of his body, and... Um, he has oversight and insight for us as part of his body. And I really hear that office in him and that care and that in-tuneness with the heart of Jesus. And there's nothing better than having a leader who just pours the heart of Jesus on you that is real and living and flowing out from, from his heart for us. And I really believe Scott has, has that heart for us. God has given him to us, and so there's an honor there that we can receive from the Lord during this time. I'm blessed. (coughs) Just when the AC turns on. (laughs) Well, isn't it great that the Lord's looking for our eyes instead of our works? Hallelujah. Because I can give him my eyes because he is beautiful. Irresistible to look at. He's irresistible. <laughs> and the only reason we resist is because we feel so ashamed of our lack that we bow our head. Have you ever had that feeling in your spirit just, oh, I cannot lift my gaze because I am so uncomely. And yet he says, come away, my love, my undefiled. <laughs> what are you talking about? He says, I'm talking about what's in my heart concerning my church. And, um, boy, if he wants us to just look at him and forget about ourselves, 
I think I can do that. <laughs> I think I can do that one. You're the kind of love that I've been searching for all of my life. Once I felt your touch, I knew that I was done for. You treat us so right. Oh, Jesus, can I see you tonight? Can I look in your eyes? Sweet Jesus, from your eyes and I can continue on the fire does burn one word from your mouth and I can be free once more and for that my heart
know that's not just the song of our heart, it's the song of your heart. You want to look into our eyes. You want to have that sweet, sweet, sweet communion with your bride. You want to be captivated. You want her captivated. You want her separated. You want her with you where you're at, far above the earth, far above temporal life, far above anything that's not eternally one with you. Oh, Holy Spirit, we rely upon you to guide us and to lift us and to fill us with this view of Christ in his eyes. Fill us, Holy Spirit. Lift us up into his realm. Open up the eyes of our understanding. Oh, we want to see him. We want to see him. We want to fellowship face to face. We love you. We love you just... We love you, Lord. We're we're tired of classes. Right now, we just need communion with you. Oh, we just need to commune between the wings of the cherubim, face to face. No more talking or thinking or analyzing you. We just want to be held in the presence of your beauty. Swallowed in oneness forever, we are yours, we are yours to enjoy, we are yours to be held and be warm like a bundle of mirth, going beyond the teaching soul, and someone would treasure your words until they We could cover you with all the incense out of our heart, flowing over the mercy seat. Redeem these times. Let them be sweet and pure. Let them be true. Time with you. Communion in your body. Have your way from the beginning. Have your way. We give you our hearts. Give you hearts. Holy Spirit, move through each one here. Let them flow. Let them pour. Let them share. Let them give. We need you through each one. Father, we just we just thank you for this this time, Lord, and that Lord, you are calling us to just be with you together, to be with you, Lord, to to just soak in your word to us, Lord, and those things that you've (coughs) you've spoken to us, Lord. Lord, you desire that these things get down in our hearts, that they would become real, and not just doctrines, not just words, but that they would become life. Lord, we we thank you for the richness of your word. We thank you for, the, for that, Lord. But we just, it's just so easy 
to just move on to the next teaching, Lord, and not let these things really affect us and change us, Lord. And we don't want to we don't want to do that any longer. Lord, we know that your word is true. We know that we are we are in. But it's not by us, it's by you. And we know that the only way that we're going to see that is by turning our eyes away from ourselves to you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We just ask you that that you would make this time what you want it to be, Father. That you would do, Lord, what you desire to do. Just pour your heart out over your people. Just pour your love out over your people. and, And just... Let us soak in that love, Lord. Just let us soak in that heart that you have for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.
one of the things that I felt like the Lord wanted me to share tonight was just relating, you know, to our love of the Lord. And, uh, you know, He's given us the seed of Christ, each one of us. Um, And because of that, you know, that seed of Christ in us, there is that desire that we have in us to please the heart of the Father. And, um, you know, we look around, you know, when we come to the Lord, you know, the only way we know how to do that, you know, initially to love the Lord is with the love that we've always loved before, which is human love, which is, we've, we've seen how good that is, you know, just when we pour it over one another. <clears throat> and uh, doesn't you know it's, it, it comes greatly short of the love of God, and um, <clears throat> you know we it really what we're doing is we're looking to ourselves, you know, to love the Lord, and um, you know one of the things that He's just speaking to my heart, and I think speaking to all of our hearts is that we need to lift up our eyes. Because our human love will never be sufficient. Our human love will never satisfy the heart of the Father. Um, it's you know it's kind of like what God says of our righteousness. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. Well, so is our love. You know, our love is is yucky, really. Um, because you know we you look at the, what it results in in the earth you know how people kill each other and all kinds of stuff that they're supposedly love um, they just had a story in the news about a guy that got uh, his wife who was angry at his wife and threw his four children off of a bridge into a river and killed them all you know that's human love and um, <clears throat> you know we look at others and we see, you know, sometimes in, in others, something that looks different to us. And sometimes it might be different. Sometimes it might might not be different at all. It may just be, you know, earthly passion. But occasionally you'll see somebody that really has latched hold of the love of Christ and is loving in a different way. And when you see that, you know, we, we get jealous. It's like, I want to love Jesus that way. You know, and that's where that whole thing of, oh, Lord, help me love you more comes out of. How many in here have ever prayed that prayer before? You know, Lord, help me love you more, you know. And um, and what we're really trying to do is we're trying to lay hold of that love that we see that others have for Jesus. And somewhere in our heart we know that there must be a way to lay hold of that. And, but... We, you know, as long as we're trying, we are trying to love God by our own earthly love, we fail. And we fail. And we fail. And, um, you know, there is a love that we can lay hold of that is His love. Um,. And that love is the only love that will bring pleasure to the heart of God. And that's, that is the love when, um, in 1 John, he speaks of it. 
just flip over there real quick. says, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, this is in uh, verse chapter 1, verse 6. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth, cleanseth us from all sin. And above that, in, in verse 3, it says, That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus Christ. And what this is speaking of is, is this is speaking of a fellowship between the Father and the Son that always has been. That we can enter into we can become partakers of that same fellowship and that same love that's there within that fellowship. And when we do that, when we tap into that, something happens in us toward one another too because because we're, we become a channel of that love, that same love that he has. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves extrav- extravagantly loving others and extravagantly loving him. And, you know, the Lord, you know, one thing I was thinking about is, you know, just how we can look at people in the scripture or people around and we can just say, I wish I could love God that way, you know. You know, I wish I could love God the way Randy does or the way Kelly does or whatever, you know. And if you knew the way that Kelly loves the Lord, when it's not Christ, you wouldn't want to love God that way. <laughs> you knew the way that the Apostle Paul or John loved the Lord when it wasn't Christ, you would not want to love that way. You would go, I want to love God the way Jesus loved That's right. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the reality that we have to tap into and the thing that, that we have to, you know, we are looking within ourselves. We keep on turning our eyes here and expecting something good to come out of this, you know, instead of look, setting our eyes on Christ and realizing that it's only Him. And, you know, I, the Lord just keeps bringing me back to that, that vision that He gave me of, of that fortress, You know, as long as we're looking at that fortress, whatever that fortress is, it might be someone else's love for God. But the point is, this fortress is in the earth. Okay? This is something we're looking at in the earth. It can be anything. It can be your sins, your failures, whatever. As long as your eyes are down here, you're not going to look up there and see his face filling the whole horizon. And you're not going to see how, how much greater he is and how much how able he is to do it and to, to bring that fortress down. And, um, you know, we have to access that love by faith. You know, and the only way we're going to do that 
it's really not as complicated as I always thought it was. It's all about being with him. That's all it's about. It's all about being with him. You know, when, when Jesus told Martha, there's only one thing that's needful. He was, it wasn't just a mm. words. He, mm. he really meant there's only one thing that's needful. Yeah. That's cool. And when you, when you turn your eyes like the Shulamite and you, you just begin to stare at his face, he carries you in. Mm-hmm. And he already has carried us in, but, but, but in reality and in, in the walk that we have in this earth, we are carried in. And that's what the Lord that's what the Lord is wanting to show us. You know, just you know, quit worrying about all the stuff down here. And lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes. And here in a minute, uh, Kelly's got something that she's gonna pass out. Um, or and read, I guess, too. I have a pass out and a pass around. Okay, so she's gonna pass out and then she oh. <laughs> pass out and pass around. <laughs> But, you know, I just wanted to share a few more things along these lines because the Lord was showing me this in the life of Abraham. Because Abraham is called the father of faith, right? But if you look at Abraham's life, God, the guy failed a lot. (laughs) He failed a lot. I mean, if you look at his life objectively, really, you know, he comes into the land... Yay! And then there's a famine, and he goes into Egypt. <laughs> and then you know he he is afraid that you know that they're going to kill him because of his wife. You know where is this great faith? You know, and you know so that he's lying to people about who his wife is, and he's you know and just all all through his life, you know, of course there's the the one that we always think of is Ishmael. But his life was just marked with failures, you know, more than more than his successes, maybe, right? <laughs> but somehow, somehow, in the midst of all that failure, this man manifested Christ or the Father in such a such a way as to offer up his only Son hmm. to the Father. What an extravagant act of love. How in the heck could this big pile of failure all of a sudden begin to manifest the Lord in such a way as to give us a type like that Mm. as the Father giving up His only begotten Son? How is that possible? Well, that's possible. Jesus speaks of Abraham and John, and He says, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it, mm-hmm. and he was glad. Abraham saw the Lord. I mean, that I mean, it says he saw my day. That's like the day of the Lord. <laughs> okay, which what represents what the cross? It represents Abraham saw the day of the Lord. And he, and he saw the giving of the, the Father's Son. He saw that the Father had already done that in spirit. And he, and he reciprocated. Just like, just like Mary of Bethany reciprocated by breaking that box of, of precious perfume on the feet of 
of Jesus because she saw he had already done that for her. And, and how Jesus, or, or Peter, stepped out of that boat and walked on the water because Peter saw that Jesus had already done that to get to him. He said, I just want to get to you, Lord. And in doing that, in setting our eyes on him, suddenly we begin to do things that we thought impossible. Not because we got better, you know, we didn't, we're not going to get better. But because we set our eyes on him, and he carries us in. And his life begins to flow. Not because we're great and wonderful, but because he is. And, you know, I, I shared this the other day, but I feel like it's the Lord to share it again. You know, the Shulamite did not come out of the wilderness by focusing on trying to have a better walk. She, her, her eyes were not on the ground, guys. Her eyes were on the face of her beloved. And she was carried in. She was carried in. The Israelites were told to look at the ark when they were coming in. Set your eyes on that place, that mercy seat, that place where this relationship is, where we fellowship together between the winds of the cherubim. That's that's where I want your focus to be. And they walked in looking at that place, maybe not even realizing that they'd crossed over. And and for us, maybe we have, maybe we don't realize we've crossed over, but folks, we've crossed over. We're in. We're in. And we just need to get our eyes off the ground and lift them back up to to our beloved. And if they drop, they drop. Lift our eyes back up to our beloved. And if they drop, they drop. Lift our eyes back up to the beloved. And pretty soon, that's all we want to do. That's all we want to do is just to be with Him. And as we're with Him, those things that we have fought so hard against and tried so hard to do in our own strength, they'll flow out of life. And just like the the fortress of Zion was taken by David, the fortress, the stronghold, whatever it is that you think will never fall, nevertheless, Jesus will take the fortress of Zion. Nevertheless, he will. And so, I really believe that that's what the Lord, that's what the the tenor of this time is going to be about. And, you know, I don't know, I don't have all the answers. I, I know that there are going to be others involved as we go. Because this is not about me. It's not about my class. Because this is not this is not my time. This is not my class. This is the Lord's time, and this is our time to be with Him. And uh, I believe that when it's all said and done, that the Lord's going to be His heart's going to be pleased. His heart's going to be pleased. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. This is a, a word from 2001.
December 30th, so that would be maybe in close to the New Year's service. Um, and it was a song that was sung in the spirit, and I had my little tape recorder <laughs> ever-present, and we transcribed it, and it is just a fantastic word from the Lord, and it really, um, really uh, speaks it. So, um, well, let's see, we've got one, two, three, four, five, so we've got six paragraphs. Who would like to be a reader? I need six readers. Okay, one, two, three, four. Five. Six. Okay. All right. Carol, did I originally pass you? Yes. Okay. So just read a paragraph and then pass it to the next reader. And uh, <coughs> just just marvel at, at how the Spirit of God has been saying this to us for, what, six years now? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's been crying out for us to just receive this incredible love relationship he's already brought us into and to just enjoy it. The heavens of the heaven, the word from the Lord, December 30th, 2001. For the eyes are in the head, and I see you according to what I have done. Your eyes are in the earth when you look down below, for there you strive so hard. But come up and come away, enter in, be filled with all the fullness. For I have separated you, I have made you holy, separated unto me. And you have strived hard to be one with me, but my work is done, and I would awaken you. I have wrestled you from your sleep, your deep slumber, and I say, look, look above. Look not into your dreams or desires, but into that which is, and find all joy. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Enter into what he has done for you. Be not afraid, for his work is a beautiful work. But you must have your eyes open to him. And when you see, you will know that it wasn't just a work. It was union that settled the fact with the enemy, the world, and with the flesh. He made you one with him, and all that he is is now yours. Let the Holy Spirit arouse you, awaken you, and shape you. Let the Spirit of God move upon you. Let the Holy Spirit speak through the Word of God. Let Him declare things too wonderful to be said, and let Him show you that which no man can do, that the Son has done. That is why His name is above every name, for it is a glorious work, for He has brought us in, into Himself, and made us one. So rejoice, rejoice, and cry out at the same time. For joy rejoice, and yet cry out. For he that has made you one with open open your eyes, for you are there with him. You are not far from him, for you are the one with him, joined to him, side by side, bone of his bone. Cry out, and he will show you glorious things, wonderful things, and your mind will be renewed. Your mind will be washed, you will be freed from dead works, and those works will fall off of you as old, rotten, and decayed things. You will be separated unto newness of life, and you will walk in the peace that comes from being one. You will not fear what man shall do unto you, but you shall be found in joy with him who makes your heart glad. People shall, shall look at you and wonder. You, sh- you shall be a wonder in the earth. 
For even though you be heavy laden, and even though the things of this world come on you and against you, your heart shall be above. And they shall know that there is one they cannot touch that is very near unto you. And they shall wonder, they shall be, be jealous. Yes, they shall be jealous. And they shall be envious because they will see a glow of his glory. For they will take note of you that you have been with him. That you have been with him. They will see his glow upon you. Some will rejoice and say, there is an out, there is a way out of the darkness of this world because we see light. Oh, not off in heaven somewhere, but on his bride. <coughs> they will call too. They will pursue him. Who is this? Who is this one? Who is this? How is he better than our lovers? What makes him better than our lovers? Why is he so much more glorious? Next slide. They will pursue him as you pursue him. They will see that it is a lifelong pursuit, not for ministry, not for things, but for Jesus. You will live with him for eternity, and it will start now in this lifetime. Your eternity will begin today. Now will be the day of salvation. Now will be the time that you want. You will not look for one day. You will not cry out for some day, for every day shall be sweet to you. You shall find him that is the sweetness of all eyes, for he is the true mind. You shall taste of his grapes, and you shall taste of his wine. For his wine and his love is better than wine. His love is better than all wine and all sweetness that you can ever experience. You will know it, and you will grow in it, and your love will grow sweeter and sweeter. The days will be but fleeting moments, but the day himself will shine forever in our heart. Rejoicing shall be forever and ever, for he shall be that wonderful one. That wonderful one that you have not just lifted up your arms to, but you have lifted them and wrapped them around him. You have cleaved unto your husband, and you have left father and mother. You have left everything, and you have found him that is true. You have found him that is faithful. You have found him that is peace. You have found him that is love, righteousness, and joy. You shall be full of one thing. You shall be the fullness of him that filleth all in all. He is the one that brings fulfillment, and nothing else, no one else, no thing, <coughs> will ever take his place again. You shall be one throughout all eternity. When the angels look at you, they shall wonder, they shall bow, they shall fold their wings, and they will bow down. But not over you, they see him. They not only see the servant, they see one, they will see two. They see one, and all of heaven will rejoice. All of the heavens and the heavens will have found the moment. In time, in the same place, all things stood. Everything shall glow with life, for that life shall flow out upon all things that two may be made one. It shall be the heaven of the heavens, and that which is above all things. You will have reached the heaven of the heavens, and all things, whether in earth or under the earth, or even in the heavens, will bow to the heavens of the heavens. And no thing, nothing anywhere shall ever influence you again. For all that he is, is in you and fills you. He is the son, he is the son and the husband, 
that has brought you into him, not just brought you into heaven, but has appeared and made you one. Now we're going to have a group hug to the Lord. <laughs> have you ever done that? Just done a group hug, you know? And it says in the Psalms, kiss the sun, let's, so let's just do a group kiss and a group hug. <laughs> How can you not hug him after he said that? Love you, Jesus. Come on now! <laughs> Sorry, teacher. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone have a comment? Is it okay for comments? Yeah, yeah. Any comments? Because, I mean, why move on? I mean, we're talking about not just learning things. I mean, I'd hate to put that in my computer and go, next, <laughs> next. Wow. Any sentence, anything that your heart just skipped a beat on there? Um, I like to have said, I have been with him. It's when, you know, you've been with, with him, people know. And it's like if you've been with something bad, people know. But, you know, when you've been with him, that's that's life. That's that's cool. Cool. It doesn't have to be a comment specifically about this. If the Lord has something on your heart. Yeah. When when y'all first started sharing, I I got like this. Like I saw the only And he's wanting us not to. He's wanting all, all these eyes are busy looking at themselves. Well, you know, they're busy looking at themselves, and he wants them to look up and see, find a place and be seated. The eyes be seated in him. <laughs> and see, it takes eyes to be in him, seated in him. God. <laughs> Your eyes are either going to be full of the big I or yeah. the I am. Add an AM after that one. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, you know, it's funny because I, I saw that verse in the new light just recently. It was like, I'm the one in the world. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, that's the, you know, he, he greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. <laughs> I've been drawing myself, 
there really is a breaking out of the whole in theory of being in Christ and I've been in Christ being in theory that I'm believing I'm believing in theory and calling that faith and just trusting that the Holy Spirit has the heart and that if your heart is after Jesus you can do that however you see fit and it'll end up in the right place you don't have to do it by what you think someone else is trying to tell you <laughs> because if someone's really seeing the Lord and knowing the Lord, what they're saying is not necessarily incorrect. I'm saying it's correct, but how it's perceived a lot of times, just, and Randy used to use the, uh, the example of the people in the cave, and one guy stumbles out to go down the cave and sees the sun, and he sees the tree, and sees the light, and everything. Everyone else is back in the cave, and he's darkness, and he goes back and tries to tell everybody what it's like. And so they can conjure a, a likeness up in their mind, but they have nothing to compare with the words that have been said. So they just have their own ideas and they follow those ideas instead of seeing for themselves. But if the heart, if your heart's really after Jesus, and I believe that it is, then you can throw off the shackles of what you think the expectations of what you're supposed to know is. All those expectations and just go. And the Spirit always goes to Jesus and Jesus always goes to the Father and so you will always go to him. And you'll end up there. But it may not look like how you thought it should look. And it may not sound like other people think you get off sound, so there may be a little disconnect between you and others. You know, even you and yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if it's really Jesus that you want, if you ask for, you know, if you ask for a name, he's not going to be distorted. He's going to give you a thing. And there's a real freedom of breaking out of um, keeping it in the arena of proper words and accepting interpretations of Scripture. And not that I think we've ever seen anything, but. I think that we dig our own grave the minute we try and look at someone else's idea, idea words, ideas. Yeah. Not because they're wrong, because there's no way we can contradict our minds from words that someone's saying. Well, we just really just got to go for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, I, just, I, I sense that in there, of having touched the heaven of heavens. Yeah. I think that that's not something you can really put words on. I agree. Um, there's a reality that, that surpasses the ability to articulate it. It reminds me of David's tabernacle. It's like, you can talk about it all day long, but you got to go in there and spend some time in the presence of the Lord or all the doctrines of David's tabernacle. I mean, you know, it's like the doctrines of being one with Jesus. It's, it's totally unfulfilling unless you go in there and spend time looking in his face and disappearing into his presence and just immersing yourself. I don't know. You know, it's like everybody's privilege to do that on their own. <laughs> you know, it's just our, our right as his body. <coughs> I've, I've realized what a horrible thing to believe in the doctrine of love <laughs> rather than to experience the love of God. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Pretty simple, but I was thinking about how um, it kind of when I first moved here, I didn't really like love the Lord too much, per se. I had a love the Lord, but it was like not like real big or anything, but the more I knew him, the more I loved him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, and that's just that, whatever I'm saying, I was watching the Simpsons movie <laughs> like a week ago and uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, and Lisa like 
she's like the girl she meets this guy. <laughs> you know? like, oh, this is cool. And uh, like she sees him, and she's like, oh, man, he's cute. And she's like, don't blow it. <laughs> and then be cool, be cool, be cool for once in a while. And then he starts talking, and he's got like, you know, like an Irish accent. She's like, oh my gosh, she's got an accent. <laughs> and then he's a guitar player. Like in the poetry, and it, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. She just like keeps getting more and more caught up with him, and she goes home and she's like telling her mom, "The best thing about him is he's cute, but the other best thing about him is you know he's got this accent, and you know, he can also play guitar." And you know, I mean, it was like as she knew him, you know, she started coming to life and you know, all these things, and just you know. And it's what I'm hearing you, know, you guys say. Like, just simply put on a lot of those is just to know him. Yeah. And the deal with theory is like you can hear about it, but that's not like that. That'd be like me hearing about Cassie. Why couldn't they fall in love with her? All I did was hear about her. You know what I mean? You can't fall in love with an idea. That's right. You know, and it's like, how did Abraham end up with, you know, this manifestation of Christ and everything? The Lord appeared to him. Yeah. In his directions, the cool. Lord appeared, and that's it. You know, it's just, the Lord must appear, and we must see him and just get caught up in him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that, that is a good segue, because um, we were wanting to hand out this little booklet. It's called Living at Eye Level, and it's something the Lord gave for us at a Passion in 2005 retreat. And um, for some reason, he just dropped it out of a old... I've been waiting for several years to, to hand it out again. It's a long story. I ne- never worked. Never was God. And then dropped out of a bag just a, about a week ago. And he's like, now's the time. Now's the time. And then when Scott was sharing, it was just all the same. So anyway, so this... This is kind of whatever. I don't know what it is. It's from the Lord. It's from the Lord. How about that? It's just from the Lord to you. Don't, don't try to make it anything else. It's just a, something that we can look at. And it's really what they said. It's how can we fall in love with someone when we only see their hands or we only hear their mouth? We only see what they do or see, hear what they're saying, but we never look into their eyes and know them. Uh, how can we fall in love with them? It's, it's just a relationship of words and of knowledge until we lift up our eyes and see, see the person. And, uh, and so the emphasis of this is just that. And uh, I believe this was something given from the Lord to our body several years ago. And it's still in his heart, as fresh and as pure as it was then. And so, um, you know, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do. If we want to read through it or just take it home and read through it and see if the Holy Spirit has something, you know, to share with you. I think it would be good to have him take it home and read it and then maybe maybe he can bring it back and talk more about it. Sounds good. Is it going to be in three parts? But this is the first part and it's just what the Lord has for right now. You know, I really believe part of the idea of this time is just for us to fellowship in that love. You know? And uh, and so, you know, if, if you feel like the Lord gives you something uh, for this time, you know, uh, 
you know, there'll probably be opportunities to to share like we did tonight. But you know, if you want to if you want to get with me, you know, and just and just share. And um, you know, I my heart is that this body would know what the Lord is drawing us into. You know, and, and not just know it up here, but know it in here, and that that we would be there. You know, that we would be in that place that the Lord is drawing us into, and that it wouldn't just be a good idea, a cool idea, uh, something that maybe could happen someday, but a reality right now. This year, this year, guys. You know, um, you know. I just remember the heart of the conference that was shared over and over again. I cannot leave the same as I came, and I believe that the Lord heard our heart. I really do. I really, I believe He heard that heart, and He's answered that. And He is, He is wanting to continue that same spirit that that He began at the con at the conference of just. Soaking us in that love, and you know, it just you know I, I've shared this, but you know, I really believe it is the spirit of, of, of what he's wanting to do. The, the in the story of Esther, you know how Esther was soaked in the in the myrrh and in the spices to prepare her to be with with the king, and that's what that's what this time is about. It's about soaking, soaking in that. And why why would we want to do that? So we can be with Him. Cast mm-hmm. okay. okay, yeah, You have some.
say close the word of prayer because you know, you know people want to continue fellowship and have some more coffee or hot chocolate or whatever uh, can certainly do that let's just pray Father we just we just thank you Lord we have no agenda for this time except to be with you and to just just soak in these things to hear your heart Lord to make your heart our own. We just love you. And we thank you for your extravagant love, Lord, that you have for us, that you pour out over us, just regardless of whether we deserve it or not. We rather really never deserve it, Lord. <laughs> but there you are anyway, Lord, just loving us. Blessing us, just with that desire to be with us, and we just just love you, Lord. Lord, you have ravished us with your heart and with one of your eyes, Lord. And we just we just thank you, thank you. Lord, thank you for loving us in spite of ourselves. For loving us and and drawing us. And your faithfulness to just speak to our hearts, even when we're hard, even when we're not getting it. 
just your tenacity to draw us in to that heart. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Asher. <laughs> so feel the freedom to continue to fellowship. And-